Welcome to the Living Rock Podcast. Okay, so we're doing things a little bit differently today because we're going to start by um, doing another of our Why Do We Do That series. And today we're going to talk about Why Do We Do That? Expressive Worship. And what we thought we'd do this morning is, is I would share something from the Word as we start and then we get a chance to uh, worship praise our Lord Jesus together afterwards. And after we've done that, we're going to be able to break bread together uh, as families. And uh, So we've got a bit of a plan for this morning, but we're going to start by talking about why do we do that? And um, ask ourselves why we and Christians all around the world will express ourselves to God with our voices and in our posture when we come to worship and praise him. Whether our background has been that we've grown up in churches where we've always seen people engage in enthusiastic worship, or whether actually we might have had some experience in our pasts where we've been part of of churches where things have been a little more stoical, a little more um, unexpressive, may well have been people saying, saying, hey, there's a party going on, but it's going on on the inside, and... No one's going to know about it on the outside. Okay. Whatever our experience has been, I want us to know this morning what the Word of God says. Because actually, it's not our culture that we should line ourselves up with. It's not what the people round about us tend to do normally that we should line ourselves up with. It's what the Word of God says that we need to line our own lives up with. And I think it's really important that we... Um, know that as we do that, I, I believe we'll si- find some freedom um, together. You know, well, the Word of God says that's okay. That's what I can do. Yeah. The Bible, as you will know, was not originally written in English, which you may seem very inconvenient, but uh, but but primarily, when the Bible was written, most of the Old Testament was uh, was written in the Hebrew language. Most of the New Testament was written in the Greek language. And the Bibles that we have today are, are translated from, from primarily Hebrew and primarily Greek to give us one Bible that we can read together in English. And you know how it is sometimes when you translate words? It doesn't necessarily give you the entire meaning that was um, intended to start with. Have a think about pastor. Okay? Now, if you had any of this stuff for your tea, you would say to people, I had pasta for my tea, wouldn't you? And you'd be quite right in saying that. However, look at all the different types of pasta and all the different names they give them. Rigatoni! You've got to say it with an Italian accent. Or try. Ravioli! Taglatelli! And so on. Uh, massive telly. That's not on there. That's just what Stephen Russell's got in his front room. <laughs> but these are all names, all names that are given to different types of pasta. And they just tell you a little bit more about what's going on. Yeah, so if you see a menu and you're in, a, in an Italian restaurant and it says it's spaghetti, you've got a pretty good idea what shape your pasta's going to come in. If it's penne, you've got a pretty good idea what shape your pasta's going to come in. 
Um, or it may be you just decide to feed fast and not even look. But, but whatever way it is, that's lots of different ways we can describe one very simple word. Yeah. It's a bit the same. You know, in the Bible, it talks about... Um, we, we, we know that in the Greek, the Greek word for love, um, there's, there's, there's four or five different words they have for love. And we put them in our Bible, all oh, there's love. But, but in the original Greek... There's lots of different words that mean love, and we just need to work out every time we read it, oh, that's, that's what they mean by that. It's the same when we talk about praise in the Psalms. I want us to know that when we look together at the, read the word praise in the Psalms, the underlying root word is different in many of the, uh, in the verses we read. Here we are, here are some verses from the Psalms. May all the nations praise you. Yes, may all the nations praise you. And, and so it goes on. And I've underlined every time it says praise. But when we look a little bit more deeply, the actual word that is used is different. Daz, let's have the next one. Here it is. May all the nations... Yada you, O oh God. May all the nations... Yada you. That's a Hebrew word. Okay, let's look at the next one. Here's this one. Halal, his name, with dancing. It's the same English word, says praise. The underneath root word is something completely different. Have the next one, Daz. Okay, I will sing a new song to you, my God. I will sing your... Zamar. With a ten-stringed harp. Okay, at the end. Oh God, I will render my... Taudar to you. Are we learning something today? All these weird words. Okay. Enter his go. Oh, here's, here's a here's a double whammy. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with <laughs> Tahila. Give thanks to him and Barak his name. Okay, you got the you got one verse in our Bibles that says praise twice, but each time it's written, the psalmist means something a little bit different. Isn't that curious? And I think this is the last one. Yes, uh, yet you are holy, enthroned on the Tahila of Israel. Okay, we're going to learn what some of these words mean today because I think it will just help us to understand a bit more clearly what on earth the psalmist is talking about. So let's look at the first word. And our first word is Yada. Yada. Ding. Hey, yada. Now, this word is found over a hundred times in the scriptures. It's a word which has a definition, and we're going to put a definition right here. To revere or worship with extended hands. To hold out the hands, to throw a stone or an arrow. So, can you on the front row just give me a demonstration of someone throwing a stone? Just, just mime it. Ready? Okay, how do we end up? With our arms outstretched and our hands open, don't we? If you pretend to throw something. Yeah? And you, you end up with an extended arm and, a, and an open hand. And that's what's in this word. Okay? The, the, the other times it's, it's used in scripture literally talks about people throwing arrows. But it's the same word. It's because it's an extended arm and, uh, and, a, and an open hand. So, Yadar, may the nations 
praise you. May they worship you with extended hands. Yes, may all the nations praise you. You know, the psalmist here is not saying, I'm going to praise you and worship you with my extended hands. It's saying, no, not just me, everybody. In fact, not just everybody in this room. All the nations. May all the nations praise God with a reverence, with hands extended to him in recognition of who he is. Yadar. The thing, with, um, the thing with the extended hand thing, it's, it's not something you learn as a child. If you think about another time when you might see people with extended hands, when, that might, when, that, when might that be? Just out, just out in our day-to-day or seeing things on the telly. What if people are celebrating something? Have you ever watched a football and yeah. people celebrate a goal? Okay, so I want, I'm going to count to three, okay? I'm going to shout goal, and I want you to do what you think people do when a goal is scored in the crowd. Ready? One, two, three, goal! Yay! You kicked it as well, that's great. Yeah, but, but when, when, when there is a celebration, people will raise their hands, yeah, extend their hands. Um, it's, a, it's an instinctive... Human reaction of celebration. Okay, you don't you don't have to teach that kind of behaviour to your children. It isn't. There's a goal. Just you know, lift your hands a little bit higher. Get up out of your seat now. No, it's just a wow. There's a goal. Yes. Yeah. It's completely instinctive. Do you know that when God made us, He made us with all these instinctive things within us, all these things we do naturally, and it's all part of the the colour of our lives. It's how he made people to be, made us to be human, made us to be happy. He gave us emotions so that we could show sadness. Yeah. All of these things are are not to be suppressed, but rather embraced, because God has given them to us. Here's another word. Hilal. Can we say that together? Hilal. Okay. This is... The primary biblical word for praise, halal. And um, it's the word from which, uh, the, the word that we, we use as hallelujah, yeah, is derived. It's the, it's the, uh, the original root word, halal. This is what halal uh, means. It means to boast or to rave. It means to celebrate means to be clamorously foolish. <laughs> Let me just talk about that for a second. <laughs> to be foolish doesn't mean to be stupid. I believe it means being prepared to do things where you're saying, my devotion to God and the way I choose to respond to him is much more important than whether people think I'm looking a bit foolish. Yeah? Yeah. So being prepared to respond to to God in a way which says, I don't really care whether people think I look a bit foolish here. My heart is for God and I'm going to worship him. Let me be really practical. How many of us have been in some kind of setting and somebody at the front has been leading and will say, let's raise our hands or let's clap and we're going... Well, I was going to. 
But now you've said it's a good idea. <laughs> I'm a bit too cool for that. <laughs> so my hands are going right back in my pocket. And there'll be no clapping and no raising hands here. Thank you. And um, has anyone ever been in that situation? Okay, not just me then. <laughs> okay. But you know, that, that can happen, can't it? Sometimes our pride, our pride can get in the way of our heart response to God. Yeah? Don't you think that's true? So, what happens, do you think? What do you think people look like when they boast or rave or celebrate or are prepared to look foolish? I wonder if anyone dares to demonstrate for me. <laughs> well, I'm not demonstrating. Okay, I'm not going to tell you to do it. Yeah, okay. So how, how about when people see something of God and it causes them to go, yes, I am so happy about that. I'm going to give him my praise and I'm going to give him my worship. And I'm gonna, I might even kneel before him, or I might raise my hands before him. I might do something that my neighbour's not doing. Yeah. And I don't really care whether they think I think I'm a bit silly. Yeah. Because what I want to do today is to worship God. Amen. However, Bobby can have a lolly, because he gave the most honest answer of the day. <laughs> <laughs> So here's halal, praise his name with dancing, accompanied by tambourine and harp. The, the praise his name bit there is, is literally in the words, it's, it, it's the dancing. It's, there's music and there's dancing and there's movement, yeah? There's not rows of people going, yeah? There's some life. So we've got a little icon in the corner, which is to do with life. So can we, can we just have a little practice of this, okay? We're just going to practice a little bit of dad dancing okay okay so when people dance they might be on their feet and they might they might just dance okay okay you 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 need to know this because if you do it later there may well be a prize okay just saying just saying okay we're going to see how much we can remember in a few minutes and there may well be a prize Okay, here is another word. It is tahila. Who can say tahila? Tahila. Indeed. Tahila. It's a Hebrew word. It means a song of praise, a spontaneous song, a new song. The Hebrew, in the Hebrew language, the book of Psalms is called the Tehillim. They were all new songs once. <laughs> yeah. So the Psalms is actually the Tehillim. It's to do with new songs, spontaneous songs. So here's, here's a verse. Yet you are holy, enthroned on the Tehillah of Israel. What does that mean? It means you've got Israel who are singing their songs of praise to God... Their own songs from their own hearts. Yeah. Yeah, not singing from a hymn book particularly. Singing a new song. Singing about God's goodness. Yeah. So a little bit later on, when we need to work out 
how we're going to remember these words. We're going to remember this by it being the singing one. Okay, little icon in the corner to help us remember. Yeah, little singing man with a funny shaped chin. It has to be said, but it's all the same. Okay, so that's that's the singing the singing praise word to remember. Psalm 40, it says that, uh, that God, he's given us a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. You know, when we are in relationship with Jesus, when we know him as our saviour, when we are in right relationship with our father because of that, he literally gives us a new song to sing. Gives us something permanently to celebrate. Something permanently to give praise and thanks for. Uh, Psalm 104, enter his gates with thanksgiving, go into his courts with, and the first word was, Tahila. Yeah? Go into his courts with the song that's in your heart, be ready to sing it out to our God, the song that's full of thanksgiving, a heart full of thankfulness, and therefore lips full of praise. Yeah? The Tahila. Here's our next word. Zemar. Who can say Zemar. Zemar. Okay. So here's a, our verse. I will sing a new song to you, O God. I will sing your Zemar with a ten-stringed harp. What does that mean? Well, the definition of this word is it's to make music. Or it's to celebrate in song and in music. Or to touch the strings or to play a musical instrument. You know, music is really powerful, isn't it? It is. When you, when you go and watch a film and there's music playing all the way through behind what's being said, the music informs us whether what's happening is, is happy or whether it's a little bit scary or whether someone is feeling quite sad or sometimes the music can make you jump. <laughs> Can't it? And if you've ever tried to watch a film without listening to the music... Sometimes it's like watching a different film. Yeah, because the music is very, very powerful. It controls, controls our emotions. Sometimes if you go and see a film and it's a bit of a weepy, you know, it's one that makes you cry a bit. Sometimes it's the music. It's not necessarily the dialogue that's doing that. It's the pictures and the music that accompanies it that makes you go... Mm. Yeah, makes you feel a little bit choked up because uh, music is really, really powerful. And you know, God created music. God put the ability to make music in the hearts of man. And we mustn't, um, we mustn't fight shy of using music in its proper place to honour God. There's one occasion in, um, we find it in, uh, in 2 Kings chapter 3 where Elisha goes to prophesy before the Lord and he says I've got a word for the king from the Lord but first I need a harpist yeah. <laughs> it's just what he said and he waited until this guy had turned up with a harp and started to play before Elisha brought his prophecy to the king yeah and um Sometimes there can be some criticism, can't there, that sometimes if we use music in t- too much in, in our gatherings, we're kind of hyping things up. But, but no, it's God-given. That's right. 
It's God-given in its right place, just like in Elisha's time. No, there needs to be a musical backdrop on which to hear the word of God. And music is really powerful. So that word is zamar. So we've got a little icon here. We've made this a bit different to the singing one. This is, this is also playing an instrument. Okay? So you can, you can bring your zamar to God, even if you play a trumpet and can't sing at the same time. <laughs> you know, you can, you can honour and worship God with music, you know, at your piano without singing, at your guitar without singing, uh, by, playing a, by playing an instrument you have to blow into. You can bring zamar praise to God through music. Yeah? Now, you might want to sing at the same time if you want to, but, but, but the point is, zamar praise, it's to do with, with, with bringing, bringing music as, a, as an offering to God. When we sometimes sing in the spirit, it is zamar praise. We're using our voices to praise the Lord. Okay, here is another one. Here is the Hebrew word, uh, to door. Let's try and say that together. Ready? To door. To door. Apparently, that's how you say it. To door. So here we are. In God, I have put my trust. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Vows made to you are binding upon me, O God. I will render to door to you. I will render praises to you. Listen to this definition. This is, a, this is really helpful to us, I believe. It's an extension of the hand. We've seen that before. But also, it means thanksgiving, a confession, a sacrifice of praise, thanksgiving for things not yet received. Thanksgiving for things not yet received. It is praising God with expectation. What have we not yet received? That is true. What have we yet not received that, that we can give thanks for? Seriously, and our lives, what have we not yet received that we can still give God thanks for? Because we know that God is always good. Maybe things are in a bit of a mess in our workplace and we need to find a new job. But we can bring God our thanks, bring him our praise. God, you're a good job. God, you're a good God. You know my job situation, but I'm thanking you that you can bring me out of this. Yeah? What about the times when we find um, a low spirit, depressive spirit in our lives? Or we're feeling really anxious about things and can't really explain why. But our thanks can be, God, you are a good God. I believe that this anxiety that I'm I'm feeling now isn't from you. I'm going to bring you my praise and thank you because you're going to bring me through this. It is a worship and a praise with expectation. Yeah, Isn't that helpful for us? And you know, one of the things that this tells me is we shouldn't just let, we shouldn't just let our um, heart attitude instruct 
our posture in worship. We should let our posture in worship inform our hearts as well. Yeah? If you think about how when David wrote some of his psalms and they start, bless the Lord, O my soul, which, which really means, oh, come on, wake up and bless the Lord. Come on, get it together. This is the day we're going to praise God. Sometimes you need to give yourself a kickstart, don't you? Yeah? Expressing ourselves in our posture before God isn't something we do, you know, on about the 20-minute mark when we're feeling a bit spiritual. No, seriously. It isn't something we work ourselves up into. And, and maybe today I will express something of my heart before God in, in the way that I worship. It's not at all. It is, no, God is my provider. <laughs> I'm not feeling this right now, but I know he's my provider. I'm going to raise my hands to you. I'm going to give you my thanks anyway. Yeah. Little icon. Hey, there it is. So when we remember this one later, okay, because we're going to test you on these, all of us. Sweeties, Dave. When we remember this one, we're going to think about this one as being an, an open hand to God, giving thanks for things not yet received. Okay, we're nearly through these. Here is our sixth word. Our sixth word is barak. Who can say barak? Barak. Barak. Okay, excellent. This word is used 289 times in the Psalms. I read that, somebody told me that, I've not counted. I have no reason to disbelieve them. But every time it is used, it is used to describe worshippers bowing down or kneeling before God in reverence. So, Back to this verse again. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, go to his courts with praise, give thanks to him and barack his name. Give thanks to him and bow before him. That's what it means. So um, what do we do when we bow before someone? Let's just have a quick, quick practice together. Okay, you might kneel on both knees or you might bow the knee. Sometimes when people bow down before God, they will bow down literally like that. Yeah. So when we remember this word today, barak, we're going to remember it with this little icon. People kneeling before God. That's what it means. When we read uh, Psalm 103, actually what it says is, let all that I am barak the Lord. With my whole heart, I will barak his holy name. Yeah? Be on my knees before him bringing him um, praise and showing him great reverence. Okay, here is our last word. Hey, good. And the word is shobak. Shobak, okay. Let's have a practice, ready? One, two, three, shobak. Okay, nice. So Psalm 145 verse 4 says, One generation shall... Shall back your words to another and shall declare your mighty acts. This means to address in a loud tone. Who's got a loud tone? <laughs> Lots of people here, thanks Joey. Lots of people here with a loud tone. Okay. 
to address in a loud tone, to shout, to commend, to glory or triumph. A few years ago, when I went to watch Leicester City, um, they had a season, the season before they won the league, when they nearly got relegated. Okay. I mean, we were very unlucky all season long, actually. But, but the last few games of that season, we, um, amazingly, got a whole heap of points and won lots of games. And the crowd went wild. And on one occasion, there was a penalty scored against Norwich City. And at the local university, it registered on the Richter scale. <laughs> Seriously, it was, it, was, it was a minor earth tremor. I mean, it was like a minor earth tremor. Nothing <laughs> fell over. But there was a minor earth tremor because there were 30,000 people. OK, 28,000 people, because the Norwich people weren't so happy about the whole thing. OK. There were 28,000 people going, yes, as loud as they possibly could. 28,000. Yeah? 28,000 people. people. It is a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> But they were glorying in triumph. <coughs> if 28,000 people can glory in triumph over a penalty against Norwich City, <laughs> important as it was, how much more can the people of God glory and triumph in all that Jesus has done for us? Amen. Yeah? So... Um, I just want to practice something just for a second. I'm going to count to three, and we're all going to jump up. In fact, we're all going to, we're all going to jump up, okay? And, and we're, we're just going to shout, yes, as loud as we can. Ready? One, two, three. Yes! Excellent. Just like to say, for anybody listening to the podcast right now, we're... We're sorry your iPhone is just broken. <laughs> but we made a loud noise. You know, sometimes when we're worshipping God, we just want to bring our yes. You know, we, we don't even have to say anything more than that. It's like, that is true. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah, just bring our yes. Bring our amen. Bring our thank you. Yeah, but bring it loudly. It's in the scripture. Those of us who are parents... Is God's goodness to us worth shouting about to our children? Yes. One generation shall shabbat your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. Parents, are we, are we in our actions shouting God's praises to our children? Is there a pattern of worship? Is there a pattern of Regular worship in our households. Are we leading our children to join the body on a Sunday morning because we're saying, come with us. Come with us. We're going to show you what it is to worship God together. Do our actions point to and shout about our devotion to God? Okay. We're going to see whether we can remember some of these words together. Would that be okay? I've got it all written down. 
You got it all written down. Excellent. This is the benefit of taking notes, isn't it? Okay, we're gonna we're gonna split the room into two. Um, you guys on the front, can kind of half of you go that end and half of you stay this end, just so just so that I can work out, you know, which is which. Bobby, shove up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. And, and, and we're going to split the room as well, kind of here, right? So Matt and Andy, you're this side. Stephen, you're that side. Okay? It's fine. They'll be okay. Okay, eyes this way. Eyes this way. So what's going to happen is we're going to put a word on the uh, a verse on the screen like this. Has it appeared yet? Is it there? Yes. Okay. And um, and what's going to happen is the adults are going to read out the the verse together, okay, including the Hebrew word. And the children on the front row are going to do the action that goes with the word. And if you get it right, there's a sweetie. Shabak. <laughs> okay, so let's have let's have the adults start to read, and the children on the front row can do the action that goes with it. So here we are. I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will halal you among your assembled people. And the action is. That's right. It is. It is to be clamorously foolish. Okay. So, so guys, guys, you can take you can take a lollipop out of there. Okay. 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 So it is the turn of this side now. Okay. Here's our verse. Okay. Adults read. Guys on the front row, I want you to work out what the action is for this word. Don't, don't copy them. They won't, they won't be doing it. Okay, so here goes. The Lord will reign forever. He will be your God, O Jerusalem, throughout the generations. Yadar, the Lord. Okay, Yadar, that was exten um, extending our hands. Yeah, l like you were throwing a stone. Yep. Excellent. You've done pretty well there. So you can have a lollipop, all right? It might come up again, Bobby, so we'll find out. I've got a fat one. <laughs> nice. Okay. Here's our next one. This side. Your unfailing love is better than life itself. How I shabak you. I will shabak you as long as I live, lifting up my hands to you in prayer. And Excellent. Okay, um, who was the loudest? Me. Me. Okay, I don't want to run out too soon. Okay, here's our next one for this side. Oh God, we give glory to you all day long and constantly Yadar, your name. Oh, you should know what this means because it came up the time before. That's bad planning, wasn't it? Excellent. 
You were definitely first. Okay. Nice. Okay, here's our next one. I will. Okay. The Lord, according to his righteousness, I will. Zamar, the name of the Lord Most High. Yes, Bobby! Okay. I will Yadar the Lord, meaning to praise God with extended hands. I will Zamar the name of the Lord, make music to him. Bobby was playing some kind of instrument. It was a recorder, was it? Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure if he was playing a recorder or eating a hot dog, but either way, either way, we'll give him a lolly. Okay, here's the next one. But I will give repeated thanks to the Lord, halaling him to everyone. I made up that word, all right? Halaling's, halaling's not a word, but it would have made sense otherwise, okay? okay? Repeated thanks to the Lord, halaling him to everyone. What does that mean? Halal. Can you remember what this one is? Yes! Okay, to celebrate. Brilliant. Why don't you have it this time? Okay. Nice. Okay. We're getting the hang of this. I'm just wondering about turning it round now and getting the children to read the verses. And... No, 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 Yeah, this is the point where all the adults go, well, uh, if he's telling me to do that. Okay, we'll keep, we'll keep it as it is. We're back to this side. Ready? Here it is. So, adults, let's read. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with Tehillah. Give him thanks to him and Barak his name. Okay, so what does that mean? Okay. Go into his courts with singing. Yep, okay. Give thanks to him and... That's it. Barak his name. Bow before him. Excellent. Excellent. You... Who's not had more than... Have you had just one? You've got three. Okay, okay. I'll try and be very fair about this as we go on. Okay, let's look at our next one. My heart, this is this side, my heart is confident in you, O God. My heart is confident. No wonder I can. Zamar. What does that mean? Yeah, make music. That's right. That's it. Could be on a could be on a piano or could play the guitar. We could play a trumpet. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Top piano playing. Okay, uh, this side. Okay, then I will halal God's name with singing and I will honour him with thanksgiving. Yes, absolutely right. It's celebrating in, in dancing and being prepared to look a little bit foolish. In order to bring our praise to God. No, never mind, Bobby. It's time to practice. <laughs> okay, we must be near the end of these. Have the next one. Oh, yes. This is all of Psalm 117. This is the whole lot. Okay? And this is what it says Shabbat the Lord, all you nations. Shabbat him, all you people of the earth. For his unfailing love for us is powerful. The Lord's faithfulness endures forever. Shabbat yeah! the Lord. Yeah! It wasn't even your side. 
You were showing a great deal of restraint on this side, I felt. I think that's what lollipops do for you. But absolutely right. Um, there's got to be some bonus lollies this side because that was a great shout, but that's what it means. Psalm 117, shout with praise to the Lord, all you nations. Shout with praise to the Lord, all you nations of the earth. Brilliant. Where are we, Daz, next? Oh, we've not done this one before. Okay, here's, uh, here's a word that we... Um, I think this time what I'll do is I'll give a lolly to the first person, whoever it is, okay, and all of us can read the text together. That'd be okay. Here's a bit. Here's a challenge. <coughs> whoever offers to door glorifies me, and to him who orders his conduct to right, I will show the salvation of God. <laughs> okay. Sam White gets a lolly, and Jerry White gets a lolly. Okay. And there's a lolly at the front here as well. Okay. But this, this is what God says. This psalm was written as if it's God speaking to people. And God says, whoever offers to door glorifies me. That is, the person who comes to me being ready to bring their thanksgiving, in spite of what they're seeing at the moment, brings glory to him. What a thing. You know, when we worship together this morning, God is saying, whoever among us brings our worship to him, brings our thanksgiving for things not yet seen, glorifies him. Yeah? What a truth. Next one, Daz. Okay. Let's read this together. This is Psalm 103, and I read a little bit of it earlier. And... Um, Yes. Oh, yep. Oh, goody. And if you can, if you know what the action is that goes with it, okay, I want you to do it because there will be a lollipop for the first on your bottoms to start with, though. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Let all that I am barack the Lord with my whole heart. I will barack His holy name. Let all that I am barack the Lord. May I never forget the good things He does for me. Next slide, Daz. Barack the Lord, you angels, you mighty ones who carry out his plans, listening for each of his commands. Yes, Barack the Lord, you armies of angels who serve him and do his will. Barack the Lord, everything he has created, everything in all his kingdom. Wow, okay, lollipops all the way around. Um, can you take this down the row and give everybody a lollipop? That would be really kind. Thank you very much. Psalm 103 is all about bringing our reverence to God by bowing before him, bringing him our praise and our thanks. You know, we have an opportunity this morning as we get to worship God together to put into practice some of the things that we've learned. Let me just say this. This isn't about us doing the actions to a song. It's not like yeah. the wheels on the bus go round and round. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not that at all. But we have an opportunity within the way we posture our hearts and position our bodies to respond to God. And um, let's, let's not lose this moment. Yeah, an opportunity where we've learnt something this morning of what it is to praise God in our, in our heart posture and our body posture. And... Um, 
as Benj and Sharon and James lead us, let's be ready just to praise God with all that we've got. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Search for us online and get information about upcoming events and more great teaching.